Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have the whole crew. I've got Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hello, Lisa. Hello. Hello. Hiya. Hiya. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. Did Lauren jump in front of you again? I did. That's okay. I'm trying to change things up, you know, mix it up. Good job. Fun and exciting. Doesn't that do All right, all right. No, no, not working. All right, so we have a little heartfelt episode for you. I don't know. We'll see. It could be awful. I have no idea. <laughs> There's no way it's going to be heartfelt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I, it could be. Today, we're going to be talking about why we are so um, enamored by Disney. What made us fall in love with Disney and what drew us to it and you know i hope we've got some interesting stories and i didn't pick an order on this is anyone ready to go and i think sharpie should go last because he's he's going to talk for 30 minutes <laughs> oh now nah, come on come on lisa i'm going to put the timer on it <laughs> as a, a neighbor uh Sharpie never the neighbor that I had it. growing up used to joke with my mom. Uh, she used to ask if all of her kids were uh, vaccinated with a phonograph needle. Oh, <laughs> ah. okay. You know, little things. Mm. Oh, wow. You have to explain that to the millennials. Oh, the photograph needle. Yes. Phono. Oh, did I say photograph? Oh. Yeah. Now, my phono. daughters actually have one. A phonograph? Well, they have a record player. Yeah. You know, same thing same. as the phonograph. Amber just, we just got one for Amber for her birthday. A record player, yeah, not a phonograph. A oh, yeah. We didn't get one of those gramophones. Not things. a phonograph. Yeah. No. What's the difference between a record player and a phonograph? But they'll understand the, the needle. Yes. Okay. All right. Steve, you ready mm. to go? Sure. I'll go real quick. Okay. So, well, I was lucky because I grew up in Florida and I was in Sarasota. Oh, you want a trip to Disney? I did. So I was in Sarasota. <laughs> so as a kid, you know, it was kind of but our. He had to do that by himself. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have to tell us that story again. <laughs> so I was in Sarasota as a little kid. So we would take family trips there because it was like an hour and a half. And, you know, sometimes we'd camp. We never, I, we never stayed at a, well, there was only like the Polynesian, the Contemporary and uh, Fort Wilderness probably, um, you know, the, the beginning resorts back in the 80s. Um, you know, so I went to Epcot when it first opened and I got to see all the cool stuff there. Um, and we go to the Magic Kingdom. And then, you know, as time went on, it just, you know, kind of grew from there. But I did, when I was in fifth or sixth grade, I had an afternoon paper route and I had a... We need some background had, violin I had, music. I had, a, I had a bike and I had a basket on the front of the... <laughs> Well, it's the phonograph. <laughs> I had the I had the basket on the front of my bike and I had to put the you know, wrap well the papers didn't cut they came in like they weren't put together. They were like all broken up in sections and you had to put all the papers together and then you had to put them in a plastic bag and rubber band them and then I had to deliver them. And I had this route that I did every day after school and I rode around and delivered newspapers. And then they had a contest because they were always trying to get new clients to get the afternoon paper or, you know, new sales or whatever. So I won. Woohoo! I know. So it was a young, young Steve. I got to go. The, the, it was a, a trip to Walt Disney World. So I got like $100 in cash 
and a Greyhound bus ticket or something. I don't even remember. I remember I was on a bus and I was in like fifth or sixth grade and I got to go to Disney World all day. And it was just me. And then I, and then the bus took me back home. Back in the day when you could do crazy stuff like that. You could send your 11-year-old yeah. off into the world. All by, your, all by yourself to Disney. And then I got to do everything I wanted at Disney World. Which, when you're a kid, then you, you, it's, it's awesome because you get to, if you want cotton candy all day, you want to go to the magic shop on Main Street, you want to watch or ride the ride. images of Steve wandering <laughs> around the Magic Kingdom by himself. Yes, I and, don't I, know. and every other cast member is like, little boy. Are you that lost? poor little boy, he's lost. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> That's when he says, I'm an awesome paper boy. I won this. The worst part was, is it, it all, you know, it drops you off in this lot for the buses that are non-Disney, which are way off to the, if you're in the park facing the castle, I guess it's off to the right. You know, it's like by the side of TTC, the Ticket Transportation Center. So you have to remember what the bus looks like and the bus pickup time and how to get back, you know. So that as a kid is a little more daunting uh, to remember where the bus is and what it looked like and all that and how to get back. But yeah, it was cool. So I spent my whole day at Walt Disney World. So that was fun. But I got to, you know, and then as a, then I, uh, when I was going to college, I was, uh, MGM had opened, which was, you know, Disney Hollywood Studios now. Um, and I was walking around and I was like, there's people here that have jobs. This would be kind of fun because it's a good kickoff career. It's a fun career. So then when I went back to school, cause we were, I was there on a trip and then I went back to school and I found out about the Disney college program and I got to go to on the Disney college program and work at the hotels. And then I just kind of extended that and got to do all the behind the scenes, Disney stuff. And then you're there with people that really love Disney. So you get to, you know, be your friends with those people and you get to do cast member activities and cast member parties and you get to live at Vista Way at Disney and take Disney training classes. And back then Pleasure Island was open. So it was right across from the, where everybody lived in Vista Way. So, and they had buses that took you everywhere or if you had your own car. So yeah, it kind of, it kind of grew from there. And then, uh, we left or I left, uh, Florida and moved up to Atlanta. And then after Lisa and I got together, we both were cast members and we loved Disney. So we were like, then we had kids and we're like, oh, we want to share Disney with kids. And we started the Pixie Vacations travel agency. And then, so we could kind of get back into it. And then it kind of went from there. So it just keeps going. But it's fun. You get, it's always different. There's always, you always have the things that you like, like on the shows that we've done, like stopping your tracks. There's always things that you want to do that you remember. I mean, the, the, but there's always new things. And lately there's so many new things to do at Disney. And then you, you branch out to Disney Cruise Line and you get that whole great safety, fun, kind of unique experience. And, and you, but you know, new things that you get to experience. Um, but it has that quality and that feeling and everything is, and then you go to the other Disney parks and you get that experience again with a slight change, but yes, everything is, you know, I don't know, even like when you just drive on property, it just, the signs look different. Everything's landscaped really nicely. Everybody's so friendly. It just gives you this really great feeling. They give you a good, deep immersion immersion that 
you're in a different place. It's not the real world. Yeah. And then you leave and then you, you're driving back home. If you're, if you're driving and you, you go to a, I don't know, four hours later on your drive, you get gas or you go through a drive through and you're like, the reality hits you again <laughs> of the, of the angry person at the drive through or whatever. And you're like, ah, oh, I'm back. <laughs> so yeah. So it's, it's just, it's, it was fun growing. I got lucky cause I grew up in Florida and it was really close and, and I would spend, uh, High school, sometimes I would go with friends and sleep in the Arby's parking lot. We'd drive over. It was like an hour, hour and a half. We'd go to Pleasure Island or we'd go to, uh, or, uh, down or, uh, Disney Village. Disney Village Marketplace. Yeah. Cause it was free and you could hang out and you could see some entertainment, get an ice cream, get some food for affordable window shop. Stick your hand in a big vat of wax and preserve the oh i don't hear, oh you remember that i don't remember the what, vat of wax at disney does anyone remember that they had no. like different buckets that you could put your hand in different colors and you could do it with your sweetie holding hands oh, and it would make like so a romantic yes and it would make like a <laughs> go ahead sharpie say it oh, isn't it romantic <laughs> isn't it um, romantic um, <laughs> oh gosh! But you would Good get times. like this wax cast, so to speak. Mm, awesome! Yes, you get your forever and ever. Well, now now it's just etched in some you know, as, some glass sphere thing that you can buy where it's laser etched in there. Yeah, lasts longer than the wax. It was fifteen dollars to do that. I'm sure. But yeah, there was so many fun things. It was uh, kind of a which I'm sure people that are in uh, California Disneyland kind of have the same memories where it's kind of a more of a local park but it was always a fun thing to go to and it was always changing always different always super positive so that's where it went okay very nice mm -hmm. all right anyone else ready to go i'll go all right lauren go you're up uh-oh Okay, so for me, uh, my love for Disney started when I was super, super, super young. So I had a, my father and mother were both Disney fans. Uh, my father was a huge Disney fan. Um, but my grandfather, my mother's father, um, we called him Mickey Mouse Grandpa. And he would bring me... Anything that was related to Disney, anything with the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, um, anything that involved Disney, I had from him. Placemats, piggy banks, everything you can think of was Disney from my grandfather. And I was very young when he passed away. I was seven. But he instilled that love of Disney in me from a very, very young age. He used to come over and we would watch the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse together and it was just nice, good quality memories. And I actually have the memories. And I think it's because of the tie into Disney. Mm -hmm. And I was able to keep those memories. So for me, it kind of brings me back to that. Um, the other reason Disney kind of instilled in me, I think, was because my mother was a travel agent as well. <laughs> Go figure. Um, and she owned a travel agency for 25 years. And when I was little, back then there were all kinds of crazy deals from Disney and airlines and things like that, that we don't get anymore as travel agents. <laughs> um, but we used to go once a year 
so every single year we went to Disney. Uh, we stayed, you know, on property most of the time. And back then there weren't even a lot of hotels. So I have gone every single year since I was 10 months old. So it's, wow. it's or multiple times a year. <laughs> what? Or multiple times a year. Well, now I do. Yeah. But back then, you know, we were so getting ready for your 29th year. trip this year. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> In May. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, you know, I've just, I have everything Disney has always been part of my life. Like even like when my mom owned her travel agency, we would do Disney days once a year and I would dress up as Mickey Mouse <laughs> and give out brochures. <laughs> um, like Disney has always been a part of my life. And I, I just, it's something even after I turned 18, I've continued, I would continue to go. And then once I started doing this now, I do go a lot more, of course, but you know, even my kids have been there. They're night, they're going to be 19 this year and they've been there probably 50 times. So, um, you know, it's just something that's in me now. And I think it's just because of all that heritage, you know, like my father, my grandfather, and, you know, it just brings back memories, certain things with it. So I can't shake it. And mm. I think it's why I love, I love what I do. I love planning those memorable vacations for people that really kind of tie that family togetherness and bring those memories together. You want them to have the sense. same feelings. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's, you know, I think back and I think back on moments, like even with my dad, you know, like I think back on moments of things and, and you can't, you always have those memories. So, but that's, that's what it is for me. It's, it's all about the history and the love for it. And, yeah, and you get to share that with your kids now and then they get to go yep. and it's nice. Yep. So. But yeah, I, I think I was, I'm pretty sure that I was born into it. I, I don't think I had a choice. <laughs> I know my kids yeah. didn't. <laughs> hey, I see it's going to be a generational thing. It is. Passed yeah, their down. kids aren't going to have a choice either. They're going to know me as the Mickey Mouse grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'll just call you Grandma Minnie. <laughs> exactly. So, but it's all good. It's good stuff. Yeah, it is. All right, Sharpie, I was going to throw you at the end. You want to go ahead and go next? I'll go next. Okay. Uh, so my first trip to Walt Disney World was when I was, the, it was the summer between kindergarten and first grade. Uh, so it was somewhere, I, I always say it's somewhere long, long about the summer of either 1985 or 1986, something like that. Um <clears throat> My parents had been soon after they were first married, um, not long after the park opened, um, and th they had taken uh, um, the in-laws down with them, uh, and they, they just just lo loved the experience and always wanted to take us, all of us as a family, uh, so that was our, our family trip. I still have 
pictures of of, of my uh, brothers and I with the Disney characters and all that stuff. And uh, I mean, because Epcot and I are the same age, my parents had not seen Epcot, so that was our first experience there. It was I I have more memories of Epcot than I do of Magic Kingdom. I definitely have some memories of Magic Kingdom, but I have more memories of Epcot because everything was so bright and colorful and innovative and just it, it was just so cool back then. Uh, I have have very distinct memories of different scenes in like the um, world of motion in horizons uh, of course have very, very clear memories of uh, journey into the imagination. Uh, but yeah, so that like the, then the next time I went back wasn't until 2006 uh, when Jesse and I were on our honeymoon. So long time, almost 20 years or, or right around 20 years uh, span in that timeline. So of course that was my first visit to Hollywood studios. That was my first visit to animal kingdom. And of course that's where I fell in love uh, with animal kingdom, but that was uh, just the, the seamless nature of everything, how well Disney takes care of you while you're there. Um, if you don't want to plan your day, you don't have to plan it. You just go and enjoy what you want to enjoy and then go back to your resort, hang out, whatever. Uh, yes. But I think even more so since having kids, uh, really knowing our way around the park, it's such a familiar destination for us that we definitely have that sense of safety and security while we're there uh, because it is you, you're in the Disney bubble. So I think that, I think that's always a. Uh, a very a very comforting thing to to experience the entire time you're there uh but then also knowing that that no matter what happens they've got your back they'll take care of you uh Agreed. it's just it's just so magical that that's Agreed. even during all this stuff going on out of all the companies that we're dealing with disney is the one that really has their clients best interests at heart they've gone above and beyond above and beyond yeah I agree. They're amazing. Because even before the parks closed, they were already rolling out adapted systems and processes to help help cope with the hand washing and all that stuff. So the additional like mobile sinks and all that they, that they had that they had put out. So yeah. it's it's just it, there is such comfort in knowing knowing your destination, but also knowing that you're going to have a good time no matter what. Yeah, I think one thing that you brought up. And then Lisa can tell her story. But the, the one thing is that I think people that some people or a lot of people go to Disney and they think of it as a, okay, we're going to, we got to take our kids here once and we'll just get it off the vacation list. But when you really look at all the things that are there and offered, then it's like a different experience. So yeah, like it's you not said, checking off a box. Yeah. You can go and just stay at the animal kingdom lodge and stay at this amazing resort and, and just, not even go to the theme parks and you can just enjoy this amazing pool and restaurants and be and watch the animals and just spend two or three days there. Or you can window shop at Disney Springs or you can, there's so many different experiences without getting up at 6am and going to bed at midnight and standing in lines um, or different ways of planning it where it's more enjoyable. You go to one of the festivals for half of the day and then you go hang out at your resort pool. Or, so it makes for a really awesome, great vacation and memories versus this like whirlwind of lines and 
and just everybody just getting tired and hot and whatever. So it's just kind of like, I guess, how it's, and me being local, I guess we, you know, you got to go for part of the day or whatever. So it was. You call us local? When, well, when we were, when I was the kid. Oh, okay. In, in Florida, it was, you know, and now we go and sometimes we'll, I'll go and not even step foot in a park and I'll be there for five days and just do, I'll be like, wow, I was at Disney. I didn't go to a park once. But um, yeah, so it's just a different way of experiencing it that I think makes it really enjoyable. Yeah. Lisa. Okay, so I guess it's my turn. I your turn, Lisa. Yay. Uh, I think my first trip I was five, so that would be in '76. Um, so I'm like on the same track as Sharpie, but ten years earlier. <laughs> um, and we went. We went. Um. With another family, we drove from Chicago and, you know, it, it took us like two, three days because we did different things on the way down, but it was, we stayed at Fort Wilderness and I don't know, I think we stayed in some kind of pre-established, it wasn't a tent or we didn't have an RV, so maybe they had RVs to rent. I don't remember back then, but they didn't have cabins. But we stayed in one of their facilities, and I clearly remember so much about Fort Wilderness, the food, the evenings, the movies, um, the laundromat. I think I've mentioned that before. And one of my biggest moments there was riding Space Mountain. And I didn't want to do it, and I was just, I was scared. I was five. and. My friend kind of, not forced me, but really encouraged me to go on. And we were done. And I was just, I was pumped. I had adrenaline running. It was so much fun. I was hooked. And I just, I remember that trip so well. And then we did manage to do another trip to Disney as a family when I was younger. But then comes high school. And I did a trip with our marching band. And we went down, and this is when it really started. This is when I became, um, I don't want to say obsessed, but really intrigued by Disney as, as a destination, as a company. Uh, I, I did two trips in high school, and then I did one in college, all with the band. And just, I don't, I don't know if it was being with all my friends and being able to do that, I know we did a trip when I was um, in college with my family. And that's when I realized that they have um, a college program. And so I inquired about it and they came by my university and I applied and I got in and I did the Disney college program. And that was in 93. I started January of 93 and I kept going. And I left Disney in 97, April. So I was there four years. And I did merchandise, uh, guest services. I, I sewed on the ears in the Mad Hatter. I, I've mentioned before that all my locations are pretty much gone, except uh, uh, Star Traders, that's still there. But I... I I wouldn't trade that for anything. Those just being 
a part of something so honorable and and right and pure and you know everything else it just it's how I want it to be it's the people that I want it to be with and there were some cast members that it was a job for them and you could tell they were there they came in they did their hours and that's it they had no magic but that's like 10% of them 90% of the people there have magic and and they're there because they want to be and they they buy into it they drink the disney kool-aid and i drank it steve drank it and uh i, I drank it yeah we all drank it i have a pitcher <laughs> <laughs> hey kool-aid um but a lot of people ask us or assume, I should say, a lot of people assume that Steve and I met at Disney and we didn't. We were there at the same time, but we didn't meet until uh, we were both up in Atlanta. And that was around 97. No, 99. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when we met. And just coincidentally, we we're at Disney at the same time. So it, it worked out in the end. Um, and then I think we probably, did we go to Disney before kids much? I don't remember. I don't think we went much. I think we did go a couple of times, but then we took Amber. We went with your sister. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Yeah, we took time off from going to Disney and then, um, they had a bunch of new stuff and then we had kids. And yeah. then it kind of... Life kind of gets in the way. Yeah. And then it was fun to take Amber down again and do all the new things. Yeah. And then in 2010, we did our first Disney cruise. And yeah. that, and right after that, literally right after that, Pixie was born. Uh, yeah. That, that's another story unto itself. And ever since, it's been, it's been a magical whirlwind. But so much of... Disney, the, the forethought, I can't get over the forethought that Walt had to, to buy so much land and, and the tunnel system and just the, the potential for expansion and just the man's a genius and I'm just, I'm in awe. And so, yeah, I drank the Disney Kool-Aid. Awesome. So that's how we all got involved with Disney and then mouse chat and everything kind of came from there. Just kind of mouse chat came in 2010. Keeps going. September. Wow. So we're coming up on our 10 year anniversary. Yep. 10 years. Every week for 10 years, people. <laughs> it's a what? long time for us. Yeah, it is. A long time for anything. A lot of episodes. So much has changed in 10 years. So many cool oh new goodness. things. So much stuff. It's just constant. I can't believe it's been 10 years. I know. I can't either. How have we been doing this every week for ten years? With few <laughs> exceptions, you know. We we don't we don't podcast on Christmas. <laughs> so. Yeah, we do take two weeks off at Christmas. Yeah, we may put a couple in the can just to to be able to keep producing uh, shows for listeners. But but uh, I would say we probably, on average, do forty eight weeks. I would say so. Yeah. I think we're pretty good at at committing to all this. And yeah, we've definitely committed to it. 
Yeah. And it gives you that little bit of extra Disney magic, especially right now when you can't go anywhere. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, but now your it's just looking. captive audiences right now. You're just looking forward. <laughs> now you're just looking forward to going again and getting things back to normal and just like taking a deep breath and letting the air out and just standing on Main Street and enjoying it again. I want to take bets on how long it will take before Lauren steps into the Magic Kingdom and sees the castle before the tears come. Um, 30 seconds. <laughs> instantaneously yeah not even kidding i'm not kidding i when i so when i watched they you know they they did the viewing of happily ever after mm-hmm. last week cried disney on uh, broadway night cried i i can't like when when they announced that things were going to start to reopen in florida cried <laughs> And I just ordered my magic bands for my June third trip. We'll see if that works. They're they're actually letting you order magic bands for that week right now. Nice. Ooh. All right. Did you get anything fancy? Uh, no. Hmm. No. That's I just wanted fancy? to fancy. Really? I just I got blue. Blue, blue skies. Magic bands. Okay. All right. So this was our little uh look back podcast. I'm a little, I'm a little somber now. Mm. Memories. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We're going to break out into song. All right. So I'm going to pick us back up. Uh, We're going to wrap up the show. Oh my gosh. I couldn't come up with the word. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to what? Wow. We're going to wrap up the show. (laughs) I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you very much. Pixie Vacations. Don't forget, if you are looking forward to travel, you can contact Sharpie or Lauren. They'll be happy to help you with your vacation plans. Um, You can contact them through our community page, our our Facebook page. You know how to get us. You'll find us. And um, if you have any comments or questions for us, you can write to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.